Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries. You'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi everyone, long time no see. 
Welcome to another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. I hope that you're all well. Bloody Nora, where do I start? So, obviously, there was no podcast episode last week, and I think that's only ever happened once before in the year and a bit that I've been podcasting, so I think we're doing all right. But honestly, what I've been through in the last few weeks has, it's actually been worse than COVID. It's hard as well, because I've been putting on such, like, a brave face for you all, and even interviewing Kirsty Gallagher the other week, I didn't feel like I could cancel it because we'd already rescheduled once before when she was ill in December. So I just kind of grinned and got on with it. So anyway, I spoke the other week about how I had a sore throat after New Year. Well, the chest pains, the breathing, the coughing, the headaches, honestly, the muscular aches, it just all got a bit too much for us. And I know that I'm bad when I have no energy for the gym at all. That's like my red alert, you know what I mean? My red flag. And because I'm just one of those saddles that actually enjoys the gym. So there I am. I'm coughing, I'm wheezing, I'm barely being able to breathe. And I ended up bringing 111 for some advice. So here in the UK for USA listeners, 111 is the National Health Services non-emergency number. Okay. So you know our country is in fucking tatters as well when... They told me that I had to make my own way to hospital because it was urgent that I could barely breathe, but the fastest ambulance that would be able to get me would be 13 hours away. 13 hours, one, three hours. Can you believe that? This country is an absolute joke. Hi to all of my NHS listeners. I know there's a few years. Um, But yeah, anyway, I ended up in hospital and I was seen pretty much straight away, fair play to them. So within 40 minutes of me arriving at A&E, the first time round, I was given some antibiotics and away I went. And they told me that I had pneumonia and it should clear up itself. Obviously, pneumonia is quite a, a weird thing because my nana always told me when I was younger, oh, you know, wrap up warm or you'll get pneumonia and stuff like that. You don't get pneumonia like that. But anyway, um, I always thought it was like a death sentence. I was like, oh my God, people die with pneumonia. And yeah, they do die with pneumonia, but they told me not to worry, it should clear up itself with these antibiotics that they gave me. So the next few days passed and I just carried on best I could, you know, like packing orders, replying to messages, just pretty much doing the bare minimum of what I could, but without feeling too drained because it was really taking its toll on my body. And I couldn't even stand up without feeling pain all the way down my back and legs. It was almost like I'd been hit by a bus, ran over by a steamroller. Um, And then out of nowhere, as these symptoms started to kind of subside with the antibiotics and get better, I started getting the most intense migraine feeling in my head. So it was like, I got rid of the cold, got rid of the aches, and I just had this throbbing in my head. It felt like someone had opened my skull up and were literally like using their claws to dig into my brain. It was absolutely horrible. The worst pain I've ever felt in my life. But again, just to feel like a hero, and because I didn't want to cancel on other people, I dumped myself up on medication and a couple of Mondays ago, you've probably seen this on Instagram, but I drove the three hour drive down to Chesterfield from Newcastle for the Beauty Growth Academy Release Your Inner Queen event. The irony, a queen speaking at a queen event. Um, And I'd had loads of painkillers that morning because when I woke up, I think it was about half five because it was obviously an early start. I very almost nearly cancelled that morning, but I just couldn't do that to Alicia who was running the event. So... Excuse me, just clearing my throat. Um, so there I was turning up at this hotel with my best friend, Nikki. And I was setting up a little stall with just a handful of crystals that I had chosen to bring with us. 
So it was, you know, just things like key rings, beginner's bundles. I took a few candles, you know, just little things. Obviously, crystals are fucking heavy. Um, and as I was setting all of this up as well, I could just feel this thumping coming back in my head. And just like that, it was like a whirlwind. The doors to the main room burst open and out poured hundreds of women who were coming onto their lunch break. And they all just swarmed the table and started buying things straight away. And obviously, I was over the moon. And it did take my mind off the pain talking to everyone and be like, oh, this crystal's for this, this is for this. But all I was worried about was that I wanted to maybe have 30 minutes in a dark room sitting in silence before I was due to go on stage. Like I had strepsils, I had lozenges, I had fishermen's bloody friends. Um, I was trying to get my voice back. So when I approached the front of the main room to drop off my iPad and kind of test out the mic, Alicia announced my name as though I was ready to begin which was kind of funny to think back because everyone, as I turned around, everyone stood up and started clapping. But the panic in my face must have been real because everyone just burst out laughing. And I was like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. Give us two minutes. So off I went to the toilet. I popped a few more painkillers and off I marched back into that room to give the performance of a lifetime. I should have received an Oscar, to be totally honest with you. Um, I didn't even focus on the fact that my hands were shaking or that I was nervous or that I even felt like I was going to vomit. I just concentrated on the fact that these hundreds of women were here to hear me speak. And that was getting me over everything else. I was there to inspire them. I was there to share my journey and help them along on their spiritual journey and get started as well. So 45 minutes later, the talk concluded and everyone seemed to have really enjoyed it, which I was more than happy about because, I don't know, I just didn't expect it to go as well as it did. I I thought I was going into a room full of like skeptics and, you know, people were going to be like asking question after question of like, "Uh, do you really believe this? Every single person was on board. And as I went to leave the room, I looked up and there was a queue of people actually wanting to speak to us and wanting to get their photo with us. And I found this quite funny because I felt like such a little celebrity. (laughs) It's weird me saying that because it sounds so cheesy, but it's honestly how everyone at that event made me feel. Like I was like, uh, like there was a queue of people wanting to take the photos with us. I was like, what? What's going on? So everyone was so loving and kind. And, you know, I gave cuddles out to everyone. I got photos with people. One woman even wanted me autograph and I just found that really like surreal. But it was just so nice to meet everyone there because it just brought what I do to life. Because when you think about it, I started this pretty much during the pandemic and everything I do is digital and it's behind the screen. So it's like, you know, recording TikToks or recording reels or sending out orders. So I'm replying to direct messages on Instagram or I'm responding to emails, you know, sending out orders across the world. And I've never got to speak to people face-to-face the entire time I've been doing this line of work. Other than, you know, like when I delivered that yoga session a few... That was about a year ago, actually. When I delivered that um, session about crystals at my friend's yoga studio. But I absolutely buzzed from all that. And I absolutely buzzed meeting everyone. And I genuinely forgot that I was ill in that moment. And I was just so happy to see so many, like, smiling faces and to have got through me talk without passing away, basically. And I found it a lot easier as well because it was all women. I think I think there was maybe one or two guys there, um, but it was predominantly women. And I find women easier to talk to because, you know, I feel like one of the girls myself. Um, yeah, and I've got daddy issues. So um, I find it really hard to talk to, you know, straight hetero men. 
but that's a different issue for a different podcast um but if you're listening to this podcast right now and you were at that event firstly just let me apologize for how i actually was because in hindsight i really shouldn't have attended being that poorly and i was coughing left right and center getting photos with people but just thank you so so much from the bottom of my heart for being so patient with me and so kind and making that such an event to remember because it's honestly made me want to run my own events now. So whether that be this year, later on, or next year, it's just really got me over my phobia of public speaking. I think the only time that I've ever had to speak publicly in the NHS was when I launched a website around mental health and recovery. And I was supposed to have stood up and gave this 20-minute opening speech. And I spent um, two to three minutes, basically, telling people where the toilets were, the fire exits, the car park... And then I handed over to one of my colleagues in a sheer panic. So this was quite a big deal for me. So thank you so much, honestly. Literally pass that message on far and wide to anyone who was at that event. Um, I honestly wish I'd taken more stock with us as well because the stock that I took mostly sold out in the first break. And then we had the lunch break. And then there was an afternoon break as well. So I made just over £2,000 in sales, which obviously I was ecstatic about and I honestly think that was my best day for taking so far because that combined with what I actually took on my website and what I got uh, the speaking fee and stuff like that that was my biggest day in taking so far so after the event me and my friend went to grab some food because neither of us had ate since eight o'clock that morning and it was now approaching like 5 p.m it was getting dark And I went to take more painkillers and realised that I'd ran out. And honestly, I can't even begin to describe the next three-hour drive home. It was the most horrible drive of my life. Like, obviously, at that time in the UK, it is quite dark. Right now, we're in January. And I felt that every single car that was kind of driving on the other side of the road facing us was shining lasers in my eyes. That's just what it felt. It felt like it was burning into my brain. So it got to the point where we had to stop at a couple of service stations, you know, just so I could close my eyes in the toilet for five, ten minutes, and then we set off again. But once we eventually got home, I'd had some painkillers, and I pretty much just went straight to bed. The next day when I woke up, this intense pain in my head, it was back. So I came into work, again I did the bare minimum, and I ended up going home to lie in bed. I closed the blinds, turned the TV off, I had my head under the sheets, I had my eyes closed, I was shivering but I was sweating. I was trying to get some form of relief and nothing was working, the painkillers weren't working. And I think I got to about 5 o'clock that night, this was on the Tuesday, and I just thought, I need to ring 111 again. This pain is so unbearable. So Johnny had to drive us to hospital because, again, there was no ambulances. And this time we sat in A&E for just over six hours. Now, you've probably been in an A&E department at some point, an emergency department at some point. I had my hood over the top of my eyes. My eyes were closed, but sat in that waiting area on those uncomfortable seats for six hours. It just made everything ten times worse. And I was not getting irritable, but getting to the point where I was crying with the pain. It was so intense. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I was eventually seen around midnight and told that the pneumonia that I had basically had spread to the lining of my brain, which was causing a viral meningitis. Fuck my life. So after some blood tests, I was eventually discharged with stronger antibiotics, stronger painkillers, codeine, a new inhaler. You name it, I got it. I came out like a walking pharmacy, basically. And just a couple of days after this, I started to perk up. So you might have seen my video on my story at the weekend when I first went out for a dog walk. 
And that was the first time I'd left the house other than to go to work since New Year's Day. And obviously we're at the end of January now. It's just really took it out of me in terms of energy and breathing. It's been quite intense and I feel like I've wasted January. But it's allowed me to get on with like admin kind of things. So it has been like a good thing. But obviously I think it was just a warning sign to me to slow down. So here we are anyway. As I record this, it's Tuesday. Obviously, this goes out on Friday, but I feel so much better. And I don't want to jinx anything, but I feel a million dollars in comparison with how I felt over the last few weeks. Honestly, bloody hell, COVID last Christmas, pneumonia this Christmas, fun times. So I'm slowly starting to get back on track with things. And today will be the first day that I spend a full 12 hours down the office again. And then tonight, I'm going to try and get back on the peloton Even if that just means a gentle cycle in my own time, I've lost around a stone in weight since Christmas. So obviously that could be partly done with the fact that, you know, I haven't exercised in a month now. So it could be like muscle weight as well that I've just like depleted in muscle weight. Um, But anyway, enough about my illness. I'm sick of talking about bloody illness and, you know, anyway. One positive was that my mum has now officially left her job. Woohoo! And she had her first working day here, working in inverted commas, should I say, last Friday. And she brought me Nana along for moral support. Honestly, it was more like a bloody daycare than it was a place of work. One of the first things that she asked us was, where did you find all these? In the river? Yes, Nan. Found all these crystals in the tine, and now I just sell them on to people. You can sense the sarcasm in my voice. But yeah, it was like a daycare centre, obviously. Just these two, like, I-, I had them doing, like, little mediocre tasks just to, like, break them in. Well, break me mum in. I'm saying break them in as if my nana's coming to work for it. She's not. Um, but yeah, I just had them doing little mediocre tasks, you know, like doing a stock check of how many bracelets there were, how many key. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Things like how many of each, just so I could update the the numbers on my website. And it just allowed me to get on with other things, such as, you know, all the stock that I ended up bringing back from the event, stuff like that needed counting and adding back in the inventory on the online shop. So after two hours of them doing this, my nana told us that she was ready for home. And obviously, because my mum had brought her over, I was like, oh my God, she's going to have to go. They've literally done two hours work and now they're off. So we called to my house because she was hungry. We ended up getting fish and chips. It was Friday after all. And then um, my mum took them home. So I asked my mum this morning what day she wanted to come over and help out this week. And she replied with, me and your nana coming over tomorrow. 
So it looks like Nan is going to be a permanent fixture for the time being. Bless her soul. She's nearly been 90 as well. Um, obviously, I don't mind. However, I'm going to have to kind of set some boundaries, I think. But yeah, family, yeah. Obviously, from time to time, there are weeks that go by where I don't have time to fart, let alone like open the office as a daycare for the elderly. Sorry to you both if you ever listen to this. I know you won't anyway, but never mind. Um, So yeah, anyway, that was that. And then this week, some of you might have seen as well, I appeared in British Vogue magazine this week. That was a massive thing for me, honestly. And I guess that, how can I put this? I kind of pussyfooted around it because I was nervous to almost come off as though I was bragging online about being in Vogue. But one of the things that I've learned through my own self-discovery and my own self-development journey is that the more we celebrate these little wins, the more we become accustomed to, you know, living that lifestyle and getting more sent our way via the universe. So at first, when I got the magazine, I opened it up. My first reaction was, yes, oh my God, I'm in vogue. However, I think all these limiting beliefs came in and I was just thinking, oh my God, it's absolutely tiny. It's three centimetres by three centimetres. And, you know, like my inner my inner person inside was like, uh, told you so. And just as I had this conversation with myself in my head, I opened my Instagram messages and there was a message from one of you lovely lot. I honestly can't remember who it was because I get hundreds of messages a day. But they'd said, well, you know, it's better to be in the magazine and tiny to not be in it at all. And something with me, like, really resonated with that statement. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a photo of myself. Let's shout it from the fucking rooftops. This is a big deal for me. This is massive. I'm going to worship this. This is like, my products are in vogue. If I asked you to name any magazine in the world, you know, nine out of ten people would probably say Vogue. It's probably the largest magazine in the entire world. Unless, of course, you're a, a 90s kid like me. You might have said smash hits. <laughs> um But yeah, that in itself is just a massive achievement for me. Like this time last year, I was still working for the NHS. Just 12 months later, there I am having my products featured in Vogue. So what I want you to do, because I think this is really, really important for self-development, self-growth and for celebrating those little wins is when you get time today after you've listened to this podcast, I just want you to grab a pen and paper or grab your phone if you're tech savvy, go onto your notes app. And just list all the things, no matter how little they are, that you would class as a win from the last 12 months. And I honestly think that you'll be surprised when you see how many little wins that you've actually achieved in the last 12 months. And they do mount up. So this might be something absolutely massive, such as, you know, you might have got a mortgage for a house last year. Or you might have tracked yourself to a new car. Or, you know, you might have got promotion at work or you could be something smaller, like you've made a new friend or you just won £10 on the lottery. You might have, like, found a quid on the street. Whatever it is, sit with that thought, okay? Resonate with it. Feel it in every bone of your body and just give thanks for that win. And as you do that, just read through your list of every single win that you've, like, made last year in the last 12 months. And if you sat there thinking, "Mm, I haven't made any wins course you've made wins you've won just by waking up that in itself is a win you've got hot water you've got you know the internet to listen to this podcast you've got a device to listen to this podcast there are so many little wins okay and if you're feeling brave you could even share your list of wins because like share it online share it with your followers it wasn't until i that went to that event last monday and i shared my story 
I had really limiting beliefs and self-doubt that, you know, who would want to listen to my story? And I think that was one of the biggest things of why I was so nervous about going to the event and delivering that speech in front of hundreds of business owners, because I just thought, who would actually want to listen to all the things that I've achieved in the last year or two? And, you know, I think mostly I was worried that I was going to come off and come across as just bragging. But when speaking to people after the event, and this almost sounds braggy in itself, but it's not. After the event, people came up to me and said how inspirational it was. I've had hundreds of messages from people that attended that event saying it was so inspirational. And they've realized that because I came from nothing and I've done this in the last 24 months, they can too. I honestly think by doing that event, it's really helped to switch my mindset and switch my focus into knowing and thinking, okay, this isn't bragging at all. This is helping and educating other people and showing them that it can be done. Showing them that I came from a place of nothing and if I can do it, you can as well. Yeah, and to me, if I had someone on my spiritual journey that had told me all of that at the very beginning, I'd have been onto a winner pretty much straight away. And I often say this, and I said this in my talk as well last Monday, but when we were younger as children, we were kind of suppressed and told by our parents not to chase our dreams. And I don't mean this like directly, like I know some of you might be shouting at your devices right now thinking, you're wrong, Mark. My parents really supported me in chasing my dreams. But what I mean is the psychological things, such as, you know, telling you that you need to work hard to make make a living, or that money doesn't grow on trees, or on your birthday, blow out your candles, make a wish, but don't tell anyone because it won't come true. Why wouldn't it come true if you told someone? If anything, you're going to be more accountable and have that fire lit under your arse, yeah? If you tell other people about what you're going to do. If you've listened to past episodes of this podcast, for example, you'll know that back in December, um, I made a commitment on this podcast to do a 31 Days of Gratitude Challenge on YouTube. And that was just something that I'd had an idea about, but I had no clue how I was going to roll it out. But by saying it and dropping it in into the middle of a podcast episode and telling you it was coming from the 1st of January, I was committing myself to achieving that. And I knew fine well that if I then didn't deliver that, I'd get hundreds of messages from people saying, where's that? Where's this? Like, all singing, all dancing, private podcast thing. And I'd be letting down all of you lot. So that lit that fire under me. And yes, fair enough. I did say it was going to be on YouTube, which changed. It ended up being on the Academy website. However, I still delivered. Yeah. And I dare say that I it probably would have still been just an idea right now had I had not committed to it there and then on that podcast. So, you know, just remember, don't just write down your dreams, your goals, whatever it is share it with the world, okay? And as you reach those little milestones that are helping you to get there, you know, those little stepping stones, those little wins, shout it from the rooftop. Celebrate every single last win. If you've got a thousand followers on Instagram, celebrate it. Put it on your story. Thank you so much for for a thousand followers. You know, the little wins all mount up, yeah? And if you don't like that and you think that I'm still bragging right now, just some followers, hon, because I'm happy knowing that I'm inspiring others and that what I'm talking about and what I do lets other people know that you can do exactly what I've done and turn your whole life around for the better, okay? So yeah, that's been my eventful few weeks wrapped up into a little pod episode there. I'm sorry this hasn't been about anything specifically, but 
next week I'm going to do a Q&A because I haven't done one in a while to be totally honest with you and I'm getting so many messages daily and I think it would be really worthwhile if I tried to get through as many questions and answers as I can in one pod episode. So if you're listening to this, head to my Instagram story on the date comes out, which will be Friday the 27th and click on my story on Instagram, type your question into the Q&A box on my story and you never know, I could be answering your questions live on the podcast next Friday. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to leave a review wherever you listen to um, this podcast episode on. It re- I would just really appreciate it, to be honest. It helps this podcast grow to new audiences. And I just wanted to give a quick mention of everyone who has signed up for the 31 Days of Gratitude private podcast as well on the Canny Crystals Academy because... There's over 2,000 of you now, and I can't believe it. There's over 2,000 of you signed up. You're actively working through it. I'm so proud of you all. Considering I've been ill and haven't really had the time to formally launch it, all of you that have signed up from it have either heard me talking about it, you know, on here on the podcast, or you've seen a story that I've posted, that, but I haven't formally marketed it or promoted it. So just a massive thank you from me. And remember, if you sign up for the 31 Days of Gratitude before the 31st of January, it's free for life. Otherwise, it'll be available if you listen to this after the 31st of January for just £10. And if you click the word Academy from the main menu, cannycrystals.co.uk, it'll take you directly there. Obviously, the Manifesting Money Masterclass that I'm in mid-creation of, that was supposed to be launching at the end of January. However, because I've been so ill I've not been able to work on it, so I've just had to push that back until the end of February just to give myself a little bit of leeway, but I'm declaring this right now. It's going to be ready by the end of February. Um, So yeah, for all of you that are asking, I'm sorry it's been pushed back, but yeah, it's coming. Don't worry. Manifest the money, bitches. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait for that one. Um, But yeah, just be patient just while I get stuck back in. I've had quite a lot of requests as well to put the presentation that I delivered at the uh, the BGA event last Monday about achieving your goals online. And I thought I might as well because I've already done it. So I'll find the time somewhere in the next couple of weeks to record this as well as a 45-minute online presentation. And I'll stick that on the Academy as well. Sorry if you can hear that. That's my stomach rumbling. I'm very, very hungry. I had no breakfast today. Whoops. Uh, so yeah, in the meantime, I hope that you all have an amazing week ahead. And I'll see you all next Friday for another episode of Tiny Crystals, the podcast. Lots of love, guys. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you all next Friday. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.